Blog Talk Radio. Glamour Fearless, Diva Talk Radio. Hello, Divas. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio, the only radio show dedicated to women touched by diabetes. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health and guide you through a whirlwind of greens, goddesses, and giveaways. Our show tonight is inspired by a diva whose star power is almost as tall as the Empire State Building. That's why the 2012 Drama League Gala honored her for being an exemplatory artist whose talent and passion serve as a benchmark for others. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a woman who dances on point, just to be taller, of course. That four foot eleven bundle of dynamite, Kristen Chenoweth. I'm about to make my entrance, and if I hear one cell phone or beeper when I come out, so help me, I'll make this mother 12 hours long. (laughs) That's right, everybody. Our show tonight is inspired by Kristen Chenoweth, American singer and actress whose talent makes most people green with envy. She's best known for her role as Glinda the Good Witch in the Broadway musical Wicked, But that's all about to change because Kristen is now starring in the popular new TV series, GCB, Good Christian Bells, where she is wickedly funny. I've been watching, and I adore Kristen Chenoweth. So let Kristen Chenoweth inspire you to be a good witch, not a bad witch, when it comes to managing your diabetes. Later, be sure to catch our phrase of the month, and we'll post it on the Diva Book Face book fan and group pages and enter our monthly drawing sponsored by Diabetic Tussin. Now let's get the St. Patrick's Day party started and remember to call 347-215-8551 or visit the chat room to ask a question or make a comment. And hey, why not tweet that you're listening to the show right now because we're about to welcome the Divabetic Charlie's Angels of Outreach. Ooh la la. Ooh la la is right. They're three of the hottest diabetes educators from around the globe who are going to shed some light on diabetes and lifetime earnings. Please welcome Judy Wilcox from Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Janice Harris. Hi, Wa- Hi, Judy. Janice Harris from Washington, D.C. Hello. Janice. Hi, Matt, and everyone. How are you doing? We're doing wonderful. Thanks for joining the show. And Dr. Florenza W. Davis from West Palm Beach, Florida. Dr. Davis? Hello? Hello? Welcome to the show. You're first time on our Diva Talk radio program. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on your show. Well, tell everyone a little bit about what you do in West Palm Beach to help raise awareness for diabetes and to help everyone living with diabetes live like a diva or dude. Well, Max, I am just opening my own private practice. Uh, I work for the health department now, but as I said, I'm opening my own private practice so that I can uh, help uh, faith-based organizations and other organizations, um, corporate organizations, to live more healthfully. 
I am promoting total holistic wellness in my new practice, and I am so excited about it. Well, I'd like to be the first to congratulate you. I've read all about the good work you've been doing down in West Palm Beach, and it's a joy and also an honor to have you on the show tonight. So thank you for joining us. Now, Angel, starting with Janice, what is your reaction to hearing that younger people living with diabetes are more likely to drop out of high school and over a lifetime earn about 160000 less than those living with diabetes, than those living without diabetes? Well, Max, it, uh, the information is very unfortunate, but I am not surprised by it. Um, and I do agree with the author that when making health policies, they really need to take this uh, effect of diabetes into consideration. And one thing that I think is very important that they consider the amount of uh, support and resources that are available in our school systems today to help individuals with uh, diabetes actually stay in school the whole day, um, that we have people trained well enough so they can have the appropriate support where they won't have to leave school in the middle of the day and miss several days, as the, uh, um, as the uh, study showed, that makes them have less education over a lifetime, as well as they end up not being as prepared when they get out in the work world and end up um, earning less. So I really think we need to focus on the support given to them in our school system. Do you think this is similar to other uh, people living with chronic conditions would be dropping out of school at a rate like this too, Janice, or do you think this is just um, based on, is just specific to diabetes? Well, it's probably not just specific to diabetes. I'm sure individuals who suffer from asthma probably have, you know, the same effect where they are missing, you know, a lot of time from school. Um, But with diabetes, sometimes the individual with asthma may actually need to go to the hospital. But sometimes with diabetes, the situation actually can be handled right there in the school if the individual has sufficient training. All right. And, Dr. Davis, I was really kind of shocked now knowing that people are making less money, that people were living with diabetes are more likely to feel like they can't leave their job and experience what's called job, job lock where they feel like they're too afraid to leave that job because they might lose their health insurance. How do you feel about that? I think she's speechless. I always do that to doctors. So, Judy, we're going to move right on to you. Hello? Hello, Dr. Davis? Yes, I called back on another phone. I, don't know I love happened. that. Well, you do have a private practice. I hope you're using the pink phone because that's the Diva Talk Radio hotline. And if you dial 347-215-8551, you could be on the air with Dr. Davis and myself. Dr. Davis, we were just talking about the fact that many people living with diabetes feel like they're experiencing job lock, which means they're afraid to leave their job because of they might lose their health insurance. What are your feelings about that? Yes, I can understand that because of the issues that are are going on now with health insurance and uh, with the uh, predisposition, the um, pre-diagnoses, and not not being able to get health insurance. And health insurance is so costly now, and many uh, companies are trying to cut back with their expenses, and there's leaving health insurance as an obligation to the employee. So I can understand how um, that affects 
All right. And, uh, Judy, can you shed some sunshine on this topic? Because it is very much like the misery index going on right now where I feel like gas prices are going up, medications are going up, and here people living with diabetes are earning less. They're, getting, they're dropping out of school at a higher rate. What, what are your feelings about it? Do you think there's anything um, good coming their way? Well, I think when we look at cost, we have to look at a lot of things beyond, you know, the relationships, the emotional things. But the biggest cost can be to the healthcare system because a lot of times people don't accept or know about their diagnosis. So a big cost could be, for example, seeing a patient in the hospital that just had a heart attack and they find out uh, after they've had their bypass they have diabetes. Now, had they have been screened, they might have been able to prevent the heart attack and many complications. So when I look at that overwhelming cost, that is something that each one of us can do. And, in fact, this month we have um, Diabetes Alert Day where if you want you could take the diabetes risk assessment test and find out whether you have the risk for diabetes. And I think by being informed, by knowing and making a difference in yourself, in your own care, you can reduce those costs. I love it. And, you know, Judy, people could listen to what uh, – hear you describe the – seven symptoms of diabetes on our studio d radio show so you can listen to more about that on diva talk radio at divabetic.org well thank you angels for expressing your opinions tonight on our hot hot topic and listeners be sure to like the phrase of the month at the end of the show because that's your opportunity to win a beautiful divabetic prize so stay tuned because right now it's time for food i'll face off uh, let's get ready to rumble. I want to be able to do that voice one day. We're going to compare two similar food products, listeners, in the aisle of your local grocery store and learn which one's the better option with the help of foodie Judge Judy Wilcox, a registered dietitian and diabetes educator. Are you ready, Judy? I'm ready, Max. Okay, because tonight's food aisle face-off is a green giant-sized throwdown between canned versus frozen peas. Which one's the better choice? Well, please pass the peas, Max, but peas are a great food because they're um, actually they're high in fiber, they're loaded with antioxidants, and they have some great anti-inflammatory qualities that help lower the risk of diabetes. But when we do this throwdown, it's going to be the frozen peas. They retain color, texture, and flavor. But what I was very surprised to find out was I thought it would be the throwdown would be definitely frozen because of the sodium. But in truth, reduced sodium peas have about equal the amount of sodium as frozen peas. So the idea wow. is, isn't that amazing, Max? Yeah. So you, if you love canned vegetables, the idea is to try to get more vegetables into your diet. You know, our goal is three to five servings every day. So if you really wanted to use canned, you could rinse them in a colander and probably have a little less sodium. And the idea is just to increase your diet of legumes, vegetables, but in this one, it's going to be the frozen peas. They've got that great color, that great texture. And value, well, actually one bag of frozen equals two cans. So I think the frozen is even the best, since we're talking about cost this month, it's the lower cost. So oh. I'm going to pick the frozen peas. 
I'm green with envy with that choice, Judy, but I will admit to my listeners who already know this, I don't like peas, so I'm going to let you have both the canned and the frozen. <laughs> Straight ahead, it's time for Dining Out with a Dietitian. Let's welcome back Dr. Florenza Davis, a registered dietitian from West Palm Beach, Florida. Hello, Flo. Hello, Max. I'm so happy you're dining out with me tonight to help our listeners aim to become better eaters, not perfect eaters, when they're ordering off the menu. Well, thank you. Well, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day is this Saturday, and I wanted to celebrate a little early, so I thought we would dine out at Slotchy Irish Pub and Restaurant. Are oh, you all that right sounds with that? delicious. That, okay, that's well, great. I just admitted I don't like peas, so I will not be ordering peas on the menu tonight. <laughs> but I am going to stay with the, the green, and I'm going to order – I'd like to order the corned beef and cabbage. On the menu it says it's homemade corned beef, parsley buttered potatoes, yum, yum, tender braised cabbage, and honey glazed carrots. Mm, sounds great, Max, but do you really want to have those parsley buttered potatoes? You know, the butter's going to add more calories, and maybe a baked potato would be a better choice. So you're saying I could have the potato, I just really shouldn't get the ones that are pre-prepared with all that extra stuff on them, correct? That's correct. That's if I correct. wanted butter, though, uh, Flo, what would you recommend? Because I'm not saying a huge butter fan, but I know that going to a plain baked potato after being offered parsley buttered potatoes might be a little <laughs> bit uh, difficult for some of us. Yes, I can understand that. Well, you could have the choice of low-fat or fat-free ranch ranch dressing. Uh, you could add maybe sautéed mushrooms and onions. How does that sound? I would love that. I do love mushrooms. That's a great option. Yeah. And, and tell me, what's your feeling on this idea of, like, here I am trying to add more greens to my diet, having more vegetables, but the carrots are honey-glazed carrots. So what do you do in that instance when, like, you know, the vegetables that you're being offered, you're trying to have more fiber, you're trying to do right, and they're covered in things that you really shouldn't be having? What do you recommend? Well, you might want to substitute with another vegetable that's on the menu. I see they have garden vegetables. That would be a great substitute for the honey glazed, although you are having the uh, braised cabbage. But, you know, you find out what, what uh, vegetables are included in the garden vegetables. It may be a great substitute for the honey glaze because when you add the honey, you know, you're adding more calories. And uh, that counts uh, adds into your uh, carb count for that dinner. So you might want to look at substituting. All right. Well, hold on to your green because I'm going to treat you out tonight. And thank you for being part of Dining Out with a Dietitian. When we come back, it's time to pass the boa and share the spotlight with Stacy, one of our divas from Queens, New York. The next time someone calls diabetes a touch of sugar, remember the bitter truth. Diabetes and its complications are deadly. Inspired by Luther Vandross, my late friend Ann Boss. And my loving son. Divabetic helps people living with or at risk of diabetes to take charge like a diva. Disciplined, informed, visible, and active. On the web and in your community, visit us to make over your diabetes. Thank you. And thank everyone for donating to Divabetic. 
this month during our March of Dimes campaign for donations, you can go to divabetic.org and make a donation through PayPal. Now let's meet our diabetes numerology game contestant and real-life diva living with diabetes, Stacy from Queens. Hello, hello Diva. Oh, hello, Diva. It's time to pass the boa and show us your new attitude. Hi. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, you're from Queens, which is the home of the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament, the original home, I should say. So I'm delighted to have you on the show. I'm a big tennis fan. Oh, thank you. I don't live that far from there. All right, so tell everyone a little bit about your experiencing experiences living with diabetes. I was diagnosed when I was five years old, um, actually on Christmas Eve, which kind of stinks, but I was very fortunate that my parents recognized the symptoms very early since my father also had type 1. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously back then and for the the first few, um, number of years living with diabetes, it was very different back then than it is now. And what is it like to have a parent living with diabetes? I think that's so uh, interesting and so different than most people's stories. Like how has your dad, your father been of comfort or how has he helped you with your care? He was diagnosed um, you know, obviously much earlier than I was. So he was even in a in diagnosed at a time when things were the management was even more lacking, you know, to say. So he, you know, I kind of learned from him uh, what needed to be done. Um, you know, what important things I needed to do to take care of myself. Um, you know, as I got older and and took that responsibility from my parents, you know, uh, to myself. And the other thing you I want to tell the listeners, you have a twin yeah. sister, so I'm just curious, like, she does not have diabetes. How did you deal with being the twin that had diabetes? Uh, it, that's a hard question. I mean, I, you know, since I was diagnosed so young, I kind of only remember having it. So I kind of, you know, it, it's it's all I know pretty much. So I can't really compare it to anything else. Um, I know she feels really bad that it that it's me who has to live with it and not her. Um, but we're actually going through some testing with TrialNet um, to, to see that if we can help with some research to determine, um, you know, the uh, genetic factors. Oh, wow. Now, tell everyone, yeah. you also write a blog, so tell everyone what your blog is so they could visit it after the show. Oh, great. Um, I blog over at The Girl with the Portable Pancreas, and the URL is portablepancreasgirl.com. I love it, and we're going to put Thanks. it on our blog as well so we can send people over your way. Okay. Now, uh, Stacy, are you ready to play Diabetes Numerology? I think so. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, here's how the game works, Stacy. I'm going to read aloud a random blood sugar value along with a related situation. Then I'll ask you to tell us how you would deal with this situation. Next, the angels will discuss your solution and share some tips. Remember, if you're playing along with us tonight, to keep in mind that one solution doesn't work for everyone. Check with your doctor to find out what your specific game plan should be. And visit divabetic.org for free diabetes numerology game downloads. Tonight's diabetes numerology might make you want to lift your voice because it's about the Academy Award-winning film, The Artist. Are you ready, Stacy? I'm ready. 
All right, your diabetes numerology. Did you see the movie, The Artist, by the way? I, I did not, sorry. <gasps> Shock. Okay, <laughs> I saw it, so I'm ready for this. A okay. diabetes numerology situation. You're fighting with a famous silent movie star over who should get top billing of your next film. And you've been cast as the ingenue, darling. And di- your diabetes numerology blood sugar value is 307. What would you do? Um, You're going to have to tell us out loud because it's uh, it's radio. It's not a silent film, by the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> Feel free to speak. Um, first, I would actually rechecke- recheck since that's a uh, you know slightly elevated number just to make sure that it was accurate. Then I would see if I had any insulin on board, figuring out the last time I ate, and I would take a correction bolus. And we should just tell everyone, you uh, mentioned you have the portable pancreas. That means you're oh, wearing yes. an insulin pump, correct? Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. No, no, that's good. I just wanted to cl- clarify that for our listeners. Sure. Let's see how you did from the Angels, starting with Janice. Janice, how do you think she did? Oh, well, I think she did pretty good. There's one important um, factor that I, I, I want to point out that she also should do, because uh, any time you're wearing the insulin pump, when you get an elevated blood sugar, um, the first thing you're going to do, especially since you're, you have type 1 diabetes, um, the first thing you're going to do is check to make sure you're not spilling any ketones, because during your fight, uh, be it, uh, I'm sure it was just verbal and not physical, um, but you want to verify that, in fact, your uh, insertion set did not come dislodged or you don't have a kink and that your, you know, your insulin has been interrupted. So one thing that you must do is check to see if you have ketones. If you do not have ketones, then you could proceed as you said. If you do have ketones, then you will proceed by, of course, taking a shot by, um, by a syringe or by a pen and then change your infusion set out. So that's a very important um Thing that you must do when you're wearing an insulin pump. You have to rule out the possibility that the insulin delivery has been interrupted. All right, great advice. Uh, Flo, Davis, what do you have to say? Well, those are great answers, and if she uh, has ketones or she doesn't have ketones, then maybe she can do a little exercise to also help lower that blood sugar. Chase around the dog in the movie because he's adorable yeah. in that film if you haven't seen it. And Judy Wilcox, what do you have to say? Well, you know, when you get all that stress, stress really affects your diabetes. It's one of those symptoms that could make you grouchy. But I think it's learning to cope with that stress, with that argument, with what was going on, because stress hormones can raise your blood sugar for a long time, and and they can continue to raise it for a long time, and that can have an impact on how you feel, your mood, how, how you're going to be able to handle the next situation. So it's important to learn how to have some stress management around your diabetes, too. Great. Well, thank you so much, Angels. And Stacy. thank you for helping us raise awareness in a fun new way. You're going to get a free subscription to Diabetes Health Magazine plus a sample of Diabetic Tussin, the only sugar and alcohol-free maximum strength coffer for people living with diabetes. A new nighttime cold and flu formula is also available. For more information, go to diabeticproducts.com. Thank you. Now it's time for our makeover in a minute. That's right, Stacy. It's not over yet because we're going to welcome to this to the show makeup artist Kiana Hunt from My Diva State Status. Hello, Kiana. Kiana. Hello, hello, Max, and hello, divas. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, and I'm so excited in particular about this makeover in a minute because as a makeup artist, having holidays that come come with colors is always fun for me. 
I'm getting scared because St. Patrick's Day reminds me of only one color, and that's green. That's right, and we're going to talk about the green scene for spring. This spring, you don't need the luck of the Irish to pull off a new look. With the weather as beautiful as it is and it's starting to break and, you know, nature's natural beauty just starting to blossom, I think it's a good idea to try a splash of green on your lids and pair it with the neutral lip to leave them green with envy. A light sheer green would be perfect for the office, or you can try a deeper green for a night on the town. And you can even go a step further by being green and purchasing products with packaging that gives back to Mother Earth, biodegradable, those sort of things. So are you saying that Stacy might be interested in trying on some green makeup? I think Grace I think Stacy would look absolutely gorgeous in green makeup. And for our Diva Status Spring and Summer collection, I tend to think of Terry Hatch Hatcher, who is just one of the perfect examples. She just wore a green look not too long ago on her eyes and it was so gorgeous, absolutely divalicious as I like to say. Um and we have a couple of greens in our collection that will be absolutely beautiful for Stacy. Stacy, do you feel like you could possibly pull off a green? I can certainly try. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's great because today we'll be giving you a free green eyeshadow from our new spring and summer collection called Shamrock. And you can apply this shadow along your lid and just over the crease from the inside corner to the outside corner, smudge the color a little bit on the lower lash line, and voila, a look that's guaranteed to leave a diva like yourself with a few green-eyed monsters. Wow. Thank you, Kiana, for joining us from Diva Status. Now it's time to welcome another Angel of Outreach, Jessica Isler, with Whack or... Wow! So the Shake Weight Makers claim that you can tone your upper body in just six minutes a day, setting their discovery of a revolutionary new workout technique called dynamic inertia. I know it's very popular, but unfortunately the Shake Weight gets a whack for me. Remember, even if you're toning the muscles of a body part you're dissatisfied with, which might happen with the shake weight to a certain degree, you can't spot reduce the fat that covers it. So depending on what your goals are, you're still going to have to lose all over body fat the old-fashioned way. If you'd like to shell out the 20 to $30 for it and pick it up occasionally to feel the burn, that's okay by me, but please don't disengage from other forms of exercise you're already doing or planning on adding to your exercise routine. And now back to you, Mr. Deepabetic. And what do you think of that, Stacey? Would you do the shaker weights? Um... Yeah. Have you ever done it? No, I haven't actually. Wow, you know, I can't do them because I'm always talking to my mother and she tells me not to try these crazy fitness gimmicks. So let's welcome our Mother Your Diabetes segment with Mama Rosemarie. Hello, Mama Rosemarie. Hi, Mr. Devabetic. You really don't like those shaker weights, do you? No, 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 no. She gave it a uh, whack, so I'm going to go with Jessica's um, uh, education, and she said to exercise the other way, so that's where I'm going to go. All right, and how are things down in South Carolina? Oh, they're really great. We've had beautiful spring weather, and we're starting to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. They've turned the water in our fountain green and the color of the month, of course, And speaking of water, I want to tell you my tip this month. It is keeping your body hydrated. 
do not depend on thirst as a signal to avoid dehydration. Your body's drive to drink is not nearly as powerful as its drive to eat, and the thirst mechanism is even less powerful during exercise. Therefore, you must plan to drink early and often. Getting active is a great first step to a healthier life. Understanding hydration is the next. Because when you're on the move, keeping your body cool and hydrated is a key to achieving your best performance. So whether you're taking a water aerobics class like I do, or running a few miles, or biking a city block, the more you know about hydration, the better. Always carry your little thermos of water with you so that you're you're prepared. So that's my tip for this month, and I bid you a ciao for now. All right. Thank you. And now it's time for our phrase of the month. Visit DivaBetic's Facebook fan page, like us, and mention the phrase March of the Divas. At the end of this month, we'll randomly select a Facebook fan who mentions the phrase and to receive a free prize. Raise awareness and take part in the many National Diabetes Alert Day events in your community on Tuesday, March 27th. To learn more about them, visit divabetic.org. I want to thank again all the divas who have contributed to Divabetic this month and helped our campaign. If you would like to donate to Divabetic, please visit divabetic.org and click on the Donate button on the right-hand side of the site. Now, Stacy, what did you think of the show? I thought it was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Are you going to go out drinking like my mother recommended? Drinking water. <laughs> oh, I love you even more. And you're going to wear your green eyeshadow? Yes, yes. And you're going to be carrying a shaker weight? No. Oh. And what did you think about the idea that people are learning are earning less money who have diabetes than their counterparts? Oh, it's discouraging. Um, I, you know, definitely don't think it's fair in a sense. But I no. can, I can somewhat understand it. Well, they study a lot of people living with type 1. So thank mm-hmm. you so much for being a part of the show. We're okay. running out of time, so I want to remind everyone, remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours, especially yours tonight, Stacy. Thank you. Thank Let's you. get happy and healthy together. Be well in 2012. Thank you for listening.